funny thing I have I have in mind. I'm thinking of like mindset. I was thinking of how like the beta, the way I've kind of had the characters. Some of them are repeating a little bit. There's like there's two there's two Sean's and and D, and then there's like one me and one uh, Maurice. <laughs> but then there's Genesis, Colebeard, and Eula. At Navara for flavor. Yeah. At well, yeah. I, <laughs> you got you have clone Navara too. Well, that's where <laughs> the, way, the way the way that the end kind of like the the child planet, the normal planet, is going to be Eula and Navara together. And I love then, how and, many and people then, cloned her. Like that was hilarious. That was hilarious. I am not surprised at all. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the funny part was how how mad she was about it. it was probably the best part. And like rightly, <laughs> literally, yeah, literally every time. Like, what it the was fuck is wrong with you people? They're all like, oh, we're just gathering your parts. Like, six of you growing around the universe right now. I, I didn't take her <laughs> DNA. That was the funniest part, too. But, like, I ended up, it was because of the other version. That was too funny. Welcome to the Milk <laughs> Talk Show. I'm going to say the intro now because C4 has been trying to get to it. I'm a Zodiac. And with me, we have the elusive gentleman. And C4 sitting there in, in uh, abstract, just enjoying of my intro. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the talk show. I don't remember else what I was going to say. That's all I got. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Villains Talk Show and Podcast. As Insaniac said, uh, we are the elusive gentleman Insaniac and C4. Grease boy can't make it with us tonight. And, um, first of all, I'd like to shout out our Patreons, uh, Rujhala and For the Wheel. Thank you as always. If you want to help support the show, just like, share, subscribe, and all the fun stuff. Otherwise, um, yeah. Hello and welcome. It's talk show day. I hope you all had a good week. Um, they were talking about D and D. We were talking about our D and D as our campaign had finished not too long ago. We're just a number of us have been finishing. As as for those who who have um seen our talk show or like the two shot Fridays, um, this the last one and this one coming, we we all have done a little bit of touch up fun stuff from the end of our games to just kind of have our own personal wrap-ups in certain ways. I mean, I could do um, a preview for the two-shot this week. I have it, I have the, the write-up right here. I mean, if you'd like to. you can, Well, maybe maybe a little bit at, at the end as a teaser? or if you Yeah, want okay. No, no, we'll do it at the end as a teaser. Because um, um, this week's two-shot is my two-shot. And uh, I've been thinking up this write-up for quite a while, so I'm excited. I'm excited. That being actually, said, when you're funded, today when you're I'd like you. I'd like you to send me some of that stuff. If you don't. Okay. Today. Hello and welcome to today. Today is today. The topic is. You may you may find a little confusing, but well, don't worry. We will unpack it. Um, we will unpack it. <laughs> but I've uh, I've titled uh, it the Great like Canadian. Or the the Canadian government conspiracy, or depending if you're watching on the the podcast, it'll be the Great Canadian what a, what conspiracy. A great financial escape. The great the great yeah. financial That's escape. A good way, yeah. Now this the, topic the build, back, the build back worse. I will I will I will start with this. Um, this 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 is based off of um, a bunch of things, but the conspiracy theory that I'll eventually get to the the core of what the today's topic. Um, I actually didn't come up with it. Um, this is something I was told by um, by someone who's part of the community, 
and apparently that's that seems to be the um, the underlying feeling um, that a lot of people in that community are feeling, and we'll get into that. Um, so what what's going on? What, what's what's the business? What's let's start this. Um, so anyone who doesn't care about Canadian politics, which is probably the other seven point two billion people that live outside our country. Um, <laughs> um, there's been a huge um, one of the biggest contentious things in our country is like 60 and 70 years ago and 80 years ago and 100 years ago. Um, the wonderful uh, white settlers of this country basically screwed over massive native populations, uh, First Nations populations. Um, just absolutely screwed them over. Um, and recently, um, one of those many, many, many times that uh, the government screwed them over uh, finally got, uh, I wouldn't say overturned, but um, amended, I guess, would be the best word for it. Um, by any chance? I don't know at all. I'm not too sure, so I don't want to say anything specific because I don't. It's a relatively sensitive topic, so I don't want to be too wrong on it. Um, I, I'll leave myself a little bit of leeway, but uh, you know, anything like that, I'll, I'll just be vague until I actually yeah, get facts. I'm not, I'm not sure either. So but um, what I do know is that um, in the in the essence of what happened is uh, this uh, this uh, this group uh, this um, this band I believe that's that's the correct term band uh, this this one band of uh of first nations people were awarded a huge sum of money i don't know the exact number i know it's over a billion um which they they deserve completely um but this is where this is where things get a little get a little gray um and of course the prime minister came to or went to alberta went down to the went down to their their land and they're going to work out giving them like they're, they're giving them way more because they cut them a bunch of land so they're giving them way more uh crown land as well as anyone who's part of this uh this uh this uh this band this um uh this first nations band um will get a payout now what it works out to um from what i heard from uh so okay so to back up a little bit um someone who's close to me um they are not part of this first nations group but their husband is and therefore their 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 children are as well and so they will be receiving this and this is where things get kind of murky because they are part of a group of people that apparently i didn't hear about this but for the last six months um, knowing that this was going to happen and that they were actually going to get this money, um, they were hoping um, for some level of government oversight um, because um, they were scared at first that the sum of money that eventually would be coming to these to these people, um, 18 or older, um, will be $20,000 as of, I believe, July 1st. And then by October 1st, they get another 10,000. And then I think in April of next year, they get another 10,000 for a total of 40. And 
Um, if they're 16 and over, they get 10,000, and then it's parceled out even more. But the point is, is um, recently in BC, now it's not legal, but they also decriminalized um, almost, I think it's every drug, cocaine, meth. Um, you, you, like, you still can't sell it. That's illegal. But if you have it on you, you can't go to jail. Um, and so what this person told me, which got me thinking was they said, isn't it funny that they're giving like my family, this amount of money and my son, who's just, uh, or my son, who's just turned 18 and he's going to get $20,000 for the first time in his life. And I'm scared. He's just going to go out to BC and blow it all on cocaine and kill himself. And I just kind of stood there and I was like, huh? And then they went on to tell me how they, how there's this, there's this belief um, right now that the government did this purposely. And the reason they're parceling out the money is purposely is because um, essentially like a secret way to, uh, to thin out the population. And, and it's not um, like we've seen it seen it before. There's where, really uh, no nice way to say it. And the Canadian I would not put that past the Canadian government. It's not like they are the no nicest. Smallpox. Smallpox. Yeah, it's not like they're the nicest fucking people. So No, they didn't wait, no, now, didn't This is remember, this is this is all this is all conspiracy theory. But coincidences are coincidences. It just so happens that the province that's literally two hours away by drive just so happened to you know, decriminalize you know, every more, drug more one, uh, and what and then two months later there every person in this rather large um first nations uh group is getting twenty thousand dollars for canada day for a long weekend like 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 uh, <sighs> You're like you're right, Insaniac. Like how many coincidences? How many coincidences do you line up in a row? Do you know what they call more than one coincidence? And you know that happens over and over. It's called synchronicity. But yeah, um, so that is the essence of today's topic. Is yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of not surprising in one sense. Um, but do you like? Do you, but yeah, what it's. You see it in South. Uh, they South Park did an episode about it in one sense, where you know, and I think we at the lowest, like they've legitimately done it in history where they, you know, they give smallpox blankets and shit like mm-hmm. this, right? But do you think that it's means the same kind of thing? So, but then that leads me to think, and maybe I'm just giving too much they're credit. Giving here. Them, they're giving them the Las Vegas maybe, uh, uh, cure, I guess. Is the yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm giving him too much credit here, but there's no way, at least in my mind, or maybe I'm not giving him enough um, that. This is something Justin Trudeau planned. He seems too dumb. He doesn't plan it. No, he's just he's just the mascot for it. He definitely doesn't plan it. We that's what Biden is too. He look he, Biden's an idiot. Everyone knows that. Biden's but, a like, marionette. They just probably exactly. Right? Everyone knows that. But like, come on, these guys are so inept. It's hard to be like, who else could like? There's obviously they're following by a council or something. All right, so or let's fucking obviously WEF nonsense. But like. Who the fuck cares, really, at to a certain point? Because they're just stupid. It's like it's obvious, right? But then, like, you look at you look at stuff right now, and like, we're like, I have one. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to derail on my talk, but 
where I like I recently saw a tweet from uh, apparently in in Ohio. That they, uh, they such a, a from, what hard hitting journalism. Yeah, well, well, it's not just hard hitting journalism, but it's it's actually like about like politics and shit that like the the Ohio House of Representatives actually put put to a vote to uh, put Canada on a watch list for religious freedoms. For, for what? Us, and specifically uh, on a watch list for religious freedoms. Us, and specifically Justin Trudeau for not being for not adhering to uh, Christian religious freedoms. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Because they let they not they did he hasn't done anything to the church burnings and uh, one of the pastors Arthur uh, Pulaski from I'm pretty sure out there in Alberta he makes a lot of noise every time he gets arrested mm-hmm. and has been for the past two years. My sister, so, my older sister, has some horror stories from Ohio. That's a yeah very religious so, place. Yeah, so they they. They have a vote that they put forward to condemn condemn Canada and put it on a we have a, listeners a, a from religious Ohio. freedoms watch list. If you're one of our listeners who's out there in Ohio, like tell us what it's like. If you're if you're if you're if you're religious, if you're not, like we do have quite a few out there in Ohio and I've I've heard some stories about Ohio both ways. I've heard it's beautiful cities, but then I've heard out in the rural areas it can get kinda dicey. So uh, yeah. Anyone out there? Give us a shout. Let us know what it's like in Ohio. All the Ohioans. Oh, the Ohioans? Is yeah, it, Ohioans. Would it be Ohioans? Or... I have no idea. Ohioans? Ohioans? I think <laughs> that it sounds pref- weirder. I think I'd prefer Ohioan. That sounds stranger, but more interesting at the same time. <laughs> right? But, um... Alright, so it sounds like we're all pretty much just... Well, at least both of you seem to be just this is it. This is within the Canadian government's possibility. Most likely, especially out of the things that we've seen. Come on now. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Not, it's not very unlikely, especially like with a number of things that like there was um there was a banking scandal I think where uh, RBC um, some bank in Toronto had recently arrested like four higher up executives for like fraud and like transferring money and some other shit were we around. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's been some money manipulation in certain places behind the government while they when they had the initiative to be able to do so without having any legal problems about it. And they still have the ability to technically do that. Well I think I mean well, if I... and then I mean how long ago was it before we started unburying some schools? Yeah. No, like, and that that that's there's a there's a limit to certain points when you when when evidence is very clear, and like it's hard to say this is oh you're imagining things, guys. Well, <laughs> it, it's it's more like when I mean I can understand for our American audience and for audiences who are not living in Canada, um, they may not understand because if they like in Americans, for example. Um, all you American listeners out there, you guys elect your senators and you elect everyone who's part of your uh, part of your parliament. Um, in Canada, we don't. Um, our uh, our uh, senators are appointed and are appointed for life. Um, only some places, I think Alberta is one of the few, um, actually elect the members of Senate. And so when you hear cries about how Canada is secretly run by old white people, old Christian white people, and like 
how it's all it's all pomp and circumstance because nothing really changes. If you ever heard that, that Old that's Christian white people. that's usually why because um, <laughs> when you do have a senator finally kick the bucket or actually retire, um, a new senator is appointed by the Senate. So basically, they they keep their 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 boys club as a boys club, and so it's it's also why I don't put any anything past this. This is why when I hear this kind of stuff, it's the the level of plausibility is disgusting. That's a good way to put it. The level of plausibility behind fucking conspiracy theories like that is just absolutely abhorrent. The the fact that you can propose to me that the reason they're releasing money in waves is because they're hoping that with the $20,000, a bunch of these people go and fucking blow their brains out with fucking cocaine, and then they after can't take the... off two years of lockdowns. Yeah, and, and they can't... Yeah, exactly, and... after just being off two years of lockdowns and being stuck in their fucking house for two years. Here's yeah. 20 grand, go have fun, it's the summer. And, like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they don't have to pay the other 20 grand because they're dead. Like, I can't... Exactly. The fact that I can't sit here and say, no, that's not fucking possible, is just... It's, it's mind-blowing. And usually I'm a pessimist, but it's it's a little sad when it's just right obvious in your face. Sad. It's absolutely disgusting. Like that's what I mean. Like not just not I mean like not just disgusting, but I mean sad in the way of like they're not trying to hide their nonsense. Sometimes it's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> they just don't care. No, they really don't. People don't care, and it's it's. So that's so painful. Yeah, it's all about keeping the rich powerful. Of course, I mean, you have this. You have so. How do I pour? There's only so much you can do when the entire parliament has mostly sold out, man. (laughs) They always. It's always about push away and make money. That's what governments usually boil down to. How much can you push away and how much can you make money off it? I mean, Those are the two questions. Those are the two questions you usually ask yourself as a government. As a government. And I'm not saying I learned this from any text. It's just if you really think about like governments on a global scale, it's always it always comes down to how do we make money and how do we push this under the rug or how do we push other people away so we can do this? I mean, like, yeah, it's too funny because you look at the the way the emergency act ended, and you look at the way like Justin's stupid like announcement, and like the only reason he shut it down was because he he almost created the largest bank run that quite literally almost crashed our economy. And he he like he's so petty about it. He's like, we said this was temporary, like, because he's so upset. See, now that's knew, the problem. Like, the the power the people had the power that day when they when they literally took all their money out of the bank and the bank almost crashed no 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 you're missing you're missing what i'm saying the problem is you're blaming the elected officials i'm not blaming him but i know he he's he's getting blamed so he has to take responsibility and that's what they want you to do it's like sports right in sports, yeah, I you could have, care less. I know he's just one fucking idiot standing you, up here. You have you have time. lightning rods, right? That's the point. Yeah. In and everything, you have a lightning rod in companies, 
in sports organizations but it's, you have it's lightning hard to rods not, you, you can't like interchange some of these rods right because it still means you still have to hold each one accountable in a certain outcome but that's the right? that's how the rich get you that's how these rich people or people who actually stay in power get you is you you gravitate to the lightning rod with everyone else then they stay wow. in power that, and they just that's, that's where you have the different that's where you have different districts that do different things but you're right but that's that's what it always comes down to, and that's why that's what makes conspiracy theories even more believable. Because you hear about fucking you hear about these people getting or sorry you hear about um, people getting mad at certain things, and then they go after the face of it. Um, best example for anyone listening is like uh, Donald Trump. It was easy to go after Donald Trump because he's a fucking idiot. But in the reality, he's just one guy. You should look at the people who were enacting his decisions. Like, well, and there's a lot going. And on. those people okay. knew. Like, if you if you really want to get down and dirty, every time the micro, every time the uh, the uh, focus shifted from him to the actual people enacting his decisions, they'd fucking jump ship because they knew it was bad luck. So it's. But for me, it's it's something that I find also really interesting. Like, lately, it's a lot of... it's To me, it's the funny thing is that the difference between the conspiracy and the, the theory itself, like, there's actively more or less a, a sub-level of conspiracy going on. But, like... A sub-level of there, conspiracy? There's like, at least the Canadian something going the Canadian on. There's very, there's, very, there's very evidential proof at this point that there's some nonsense going on of inter... Like, it's the great polar between, bear like, mole people. Right. It's not hard of to tell. Cabin trough. But, like, d- depending how deep you want to, like, investigate, that's up to each person. They but they live on the Isle of Baffin. But there's very clearly a, a genuine, like, working together to not, like, keep certain things. When you have a coalition in, in power right now that's a not-coalition coalition, it's hard to say that things that's, are not going to move forward. But that's a catch-22 at the same time. Like, any any anyone... anyone not in power, but anyone learned will tell you that the more people making a decision, the more stupid the decision will be. As soon as you have more than fifty people in a room, you can't make any decisions. Especially it 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 just it breaks down. Mob mentality is is what is usually what takes over. And that's how you have mass amounts of people doing stupid things like letting some french guy take power who just wants to cut off people's heads <laughs> it's it's yeah it's the idea that you need you need people who are actually intelligent and learned in terms of social economic and not political but in terms of gdp and grand structure of trade you need those people but at the same time you need to be have them to a certain level of accountability as well as you need to have them be genuine in their in acting of what they're doing like because you can't you can't just be completely um stingent on business and try to attack the rich guy because then you'll get no foreign investment and the rich people that oh, stay in your country will eventually go bankrupt and then next thing you know your country will slowly lose money and you'll turn into Soviet Union or no, you'll be so forced yeah, to open up to, like China because you have China to be open a lot of certain things yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
It's this. I don't. I don't blame you, man. I just had. I just did it too. So um, China had. China has to. Um... There's this balance where you have to understand what trade is, and you have to be open to certain things. But at the same time, you have to think of them as ethical trading and like who the people that are actually conducting helpful products or things that are like not actively trying to fuck shit over. You know? it's the hard problem to tell is, is, but if you actually investigate the people that you discuss and like involve yourself with, it's not always that hard to tell. But what the fuck does ethical trading mean? Like, you trade, you, you involve yourself with people that actually are working towards similar, like, goals. Like, they talk about climate change. If you're working towards climate change, you work with people that actually actually work towards that instead of just talk about it and have donations, like charities that don't go anywhere. But you actually have fundamental programs and things that work towards whatever climate change is being worked on. It's not climate change, it's man bear pig. Well, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> there's not, there's not really much in the way of climate change you need to work on, in my opinion. It's just understanding how the planet actually shifts, because climate change happens as the planet ages and adjusts its magnetic sphere, which happens every certain amount of years. Mm -hmm. oh, I mean, if you go by the way Al Gore set it up, it was literally just a free way to put tax. Into oh, it, it absolutely it. was. Yeah. It was a way to make it. Uh, I mean, it was a way to make it a, a, a profit. <laughs> But, but if we're going to turn it into that, let's turn it into a reason to make it into a, something that's actually useful. And well, I mean, if it's already profitized, they might as well do something with the money. Exactly, right. Instead of wasting the time with nonsense. Or say, we're going to put it here and then not put it somewhere where it's not needed. Or fill somebody else's fucking stupid pocket. Right? Or, or hand it off to another company that's going to invest in the thing that's destroying the economy, right? That's what's ethical trading. It's understanding who your resources partners are. Yet it's there's a different. It needs to come a difference between the casual stock market where you're just putting shit on a sale for the market to take, and you're actually discussing with people who are trading with you, and understanding what what they actually want to trade in. You know what they do personally. What what does their company drive? Their their CEO or whoever holds these stakeholders, the majority of them. What are their interests? What do they have in store in store for? that and working as a community right it's something that's actually they talked about in the wef in their thing but it genuinely it, it's community stakeholdership in a certain thing but thoughtful process not like in a way that's trying to fuck shit over because then you can actually probably orientate the market a little bit better because you're working as a community to fluctuate certain things if you wanted to all right there's a there's a bunch to unpack there so I'm going to try and take that slowly. Um, the problem is what you're describing only works on a small scale. Well, like, I would imagine. When, when you're looking, when you're looking yeah. at, when you're looking at a small group of even, you could even say like a million people that, that will actually that will work because you have a but you have a, a closed group of a million people that are essentially controlling trade within a small area but once you start incorporating not even countries just masses of people you then have to you have to switch to what we have which is now factory farming essentially or mass crop farming yeah and then you I mean